Hey there, you're welcome to Founders Connect, a show where I have conversations with amazing entrepreneurs and operators in Africa. This is the right show for you to be listening to if you love behind the scenes stories about people, their careers, and not your businesses. My name is Pissy Timmy, and I'm very, very, very delighted to be your host. You can follow this conversation on social media, hashtag Founders Connect. You can watch the video of each episode on my YouTube channel at PCTME or just search for Founders Connect on YouTube to find the playlist. Also, please share this podcast, subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment, leave a rating, and you know, share it, hashtag Founders Connect. Enjoy the episode. This episode is one of the leading digital banks in Nigeria, probably in Africa already, maybe everywhere, right? And it's the, with the CTO of Koda. Say hi to Musti Mustafa. Hi, Musti. Hi, hi, Tess. How are you doing? I'm great. It's, it's nice to be here. It's really nice to finally talk to you. I feel like I've been pursuing Koda for the last how many months. Yeah. So I'm really excited to have this conversation. Yes, same here. Actually, this will be my. Um, second engagement since I go back in the country. Oh wow, yeah. yay me! <laughs> awesome, thank you so much. Alright then. So my first question for you is, when you were 10 years old, what did you want to be? You know, what do you want to be when you grow up? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to do some sort of... Um, That's right, take your look, time. Look back in time, right? Um, yeah, I'm actually a kind of person that a live in the moment kind of person. I was mainly focused on maybe how I can get my hands on the next bicycle or, <laughs> or the next big game or like those are my immediate target. Really. Yeah, not, whatever I can see exactly, and get now. Exactly, not, not what I want to become when, I, when I'm 30 or 40. Nah, I, I, I don't think I, yeah. But um, I think the ones I can see was maybe when I was in already in higher um, secondary school, right. obviously. Um, I discovered that um, I was um, sort of like very, very good in mathematics and, and chemistry. Right. So the first course that came to my mind was any course that had to do with mathematics and chemistry. And chemistry. That happens to be chemical engineering, in my opinion. So uh, in my secondary school days, yeah, I was hoping to be a chemical engineer. But, um, well, so what did you study in university? I, I studied computer science. Oh, so what happened between chemical engineering and exactly. computer science? Exactly. So um, when I finished secondary school, and obviously I did jam, and I actually chose chemical engineering, University of Nigeria. In right. okay. That was the year post-jam was first introduced. So my guardian, because I was staying with my guardian, not my parents, my guardian then couldn't even phantom me uh, just a 16, 17 year old boy traveling all the way to Enugu for post-jam. It was new, it was totally alien. So I missed it. I couldn't, oh, wow. yeah. And then it was at that time, because that was the year 20, 2005, that was when I took uh, my WAEC. I did the jump as well. So by the time the WAEC result came out, um, I was supposed to go check it. Then this, this scratch card thing was introduced. And then unfortunately, I bought the scratch card. And then while scratching it, I somehow scratched off some of the numbers. So you cannot actually it's, check. Exactly. And I, there was no money. I couldn't even go back to say, yeah, give me another money too. <laughs> so I went to a cyber cafe and I was just trying it. I could see a reasonable amount of the number, but then there was just a little bit yeah. of maybe three that, was, that has been scratched off. And then I was just playing with the computer and voila, I was able to, to get it. To, uh, this machine that can do this sort of thing. And then it changed my 
my discourse from chemical engineering to computer science. Then wow. I did some sort of research, okay, what do I need to do, know in terms of to do computer science effectively? And it happens to be mathematics. I mean, I like, this works anyway. <laughs> I like mathematics too. Yeah, it was just a no-brainer for me. So my next jam, and then I, I picked computer science and... So what yeah. school? University of Lauren. Oh, very interesting. And you graduated with the first class? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Community science first class, that's like a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was crazy. Amazing. So now that you've, I mean, I don't know how old you are now, but just like from that 10 year old who was like, I don't want to care about the future, just yeah. like bicycle and stuff. Yeah. So when you study chemical engineering, computer science, first class, now city of one of the leading startups in Africa, um, how would you describe mostly in five phrases? You now? Yeah. I feel I'm actually different shades of things to different people. Mm. But to myself, I'm, not, I'm actually not sure maybe a five phrase would be enough to, to justify. That's yeah. right. But I'll say, um, as related to my work, because I'm here. Not just I'm, your work, I'm a, just... I'm a family man as well. Oh, okay. I, I have two, two boys. Oh. I, yeah. So, <laughs> um, so but um, I'll say, I'm an extremely driven individual. Mm. Yeah, like um, I literally have to do things that ordinarily were out of my league. Mm. And when I say league, yeah, literally, that, that was meant literally. So I think I'm a driven individual. That's how I'm going to describe it. So driven individual and a family man. Uh, yeah. Does well, that really sum it up a little bit better? Sucks. Yeah, <laughs> like that. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about Kuda. How, how did it start? How did you meet Babs? Why did you agree to go on this entrepreneurship journey with him? Our story is actually, it, um, it's what I would describe, there is element of providence in it. Mm. And obviously there's also element of pragmatism mm. in it. Because providence obviously brought us together, but pragmatism led us to this point. Right. Yeah. So, um, Providence in the sense that, I mean, I, when I finished um, um, university, I, after NYC, yeah. I enrolled for a master's degree as well. And um, I did my master's in computer science as well, University of Lagos. And this created your distinction? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I didn't put in PhD as well in, in Unilag. Okay. But um, um, so while I was doing the master's degree, um, I got a job at CBC. Right. Right. As a training software developer. Right. Um, that was where I was. So I was going three days, CBC, and yes. then two days for school. school. Yeah. So sort of it was one of the period that I was really, really. <laughs> After the master's degree, um, I had an agreement with the company that immediately I'm, I started full, and there's gonna obviously review my salary and stuff. Right. Yeah, but I went back to the to the HR to my manager. Yes, yeah, I'm resuming full. Do you want to convert me now to? Yeah, but the conversation was dragging. I mean, mm. so I had a friend then that told me that yeah, there's an opportunity in First Bank, and um, yeah, that was how I moved. I moved to First Bank, right? From so I left CBC. It was in First Bank that there was a project I was part of. Um, it has to do with something with your state government, right? Right. Babs happens to be in Ohio State Government. Ah. Yeah, so we, we sort of met on, on that same project. So I was leading the technology from First Bank. She was leading, leading from, on the end. Exactly. So that was, that was the first encounter. And then one thing led to another. He left the government. I left First Bank. I moved to Stanwyck. And um, 
we met, friends introduced again, like, oh yeah, we've met before, before. Kind of, kind of like thing. And then, yeah, this is the project I'm, I'm trying to do. I mean, so I started like, okay, let's just see where this gets us to, right? right. Like, this is one crazy project that, yeah, it started like online lending, doing it part-time, mm -hmm. metamorphosed to savings. And then from savings, we applied for banking license. It was becoming like, yeah, this is it, man. Even though there was no money, I mean, like, we, we, hadn't, we hadn't even raised anything. But yeah. it was becoming real and real on a daily basis every time. And, um, and I was also fortunate enough to have um, people around that were working on the project together, just right. like three or two people at a time, extremely committed individual. And they are still with us till the moment. Yeah, so it was just, um, yeah, I mean, we we applied, I mean, we've been through a lot, obviously. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> so we applied for for different grants, different accelerators, right. um, received different, several failure uh, rejections and stuff. Yeah, either, oh, go get a license and then, yeah, Mr. you need to resign completely, you can't do this oh, part time. Oh, at that but, time, you had no resign. I mean, yeah, you know, it was still like a part time sort of thing. Right. Like, because we, we hadn't started. Mm. Right? We're just still building, just see, okay, what can we, you know, bootstrapping it together and stuff. But um, it got a point that we had to make that decision that, yeah, if we're doing this, we're doing it. And I'm when was that? We're doing it. That, that was what year 20, was it? 20, early 2018. 2018, okay. Yeah. And um, so I put in my resignation and literally, I mean, and I had a good career in Stambik. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I put in my resignation and then, yeah. So what was that defining moment that made you say, okay, you know what? Even if things are not like awesome yet, I'm ready to actually give this my full commitment. Yeah, in, in one word, I'll say it's Babs, mm. to be honest. Um, for me, I can't even describe who he is to me exactly, right? But I just know he's someone that I look up to. He made me, he had made me see it, like, I'm here, like, we are here, we are this to together. Do this. Yeah, like, we're in this together. You don't, you don't, ha I mean, look at me, I, just a young guy having an awesome career in, in one of the leading banks in Nigeria. Why would I want to leave that for? I come and hustle. Yeah, like, you know, but um, he was able to let me see it, that, yeah, we could do this and you have what it takes. He literally see what I don't even see in myself. Mm. And then he was able to unleash the potential. Amazing. And what was Yipo's first win that said, this might be the right decision? First, I mean, there are, there are lots, to be honest, I, but I think um, it was getting the license, obviously, mm. because we had made different attempts that has failed. But um, when we were able to secure one, it were was you, one did of you the guys defining... get funding to get the license no. or funded no. yourself? Yeah, it wow. was. Yeah, there was. I mean, we've secured license before we raised the dollar. That's, that's, that's really amazing and very inspiring because I'm not about for a while, yeah. and then when you guys now start a digital bank, I'm like, oh, yeah. this <laughs> yeah. is this is it. Okay, so my next question is, so one of the core USPs that you guys have used to grow is 25 free bank transfer. It's the bank of the free, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so why, why this marketing strategy and how do you guys manage to make revenue when giving out free transfers? Okay, so um, there is a research that was published, I think 2018 as well. I can't remember exactly, um, um, but I could get a source maybe after the interview. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that did some sort of research on 
how much it costs a typical um, African, Nigerians in this case, um, on, on bank charges. Mm -hmm. So it was discovered that of all your revenues, you actually spend um, about 10% of it on, on bank, bank charges. charges. Right. That's ridiculous. Very. Yeah. And then one of the major impediments um, against people adopting um, financial services um, is actually not because people are not educated or they are not literate enough to operate bank account, mm. but it's majorly because it is expensive yeah. to operate a bank account, right? And not only because it's expensive, the accessibility is actually not there. So we're looking at different categories of problem, accessibility, affordability, right? So could I, and we look at it, like the, the business of banking itself, it is not actually uh, by charging people different forms of charge right. this, charge this, charge that, charge, you know. Uh, the business of banking is intermediation. That is mm. taking resources from where you have its surplus and giving it to where you have its scarce, and then you just put a spread on it, right. Right? which is basically like loan, mm -hmm. right? Any form of loan, lending, mm -hmm. credit. Other thing is value-added services, mm. and the main business of banking should be able to to pay for that. So could I adopt this strategy? Um, so I mean, again. When people call us digital bank or fintech or whatever, those are different names that they ascribe to us. But so I don't actually see. <laughs> yeah, um, digital bank because I mean you're correct to say mm -hmm. yeah, Kuda is a digital bank, but because it could be tomorrow. Today, what enables us to be able to do what we're doing is to go digital, full digital. Right. Right. It could be tomorrow. Maybe there will be another evolution of another form of technology that's not necessarily digital, and that it. enables us to still be able to do what we're doing effectively. Then that is what we're going to do, mm. right? So that's why. Right. So putting the word digital bank somewhat limiting because so maybe tech-enabled bank. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> Kuda is just a premium free service bank for mm. all Africans. Mm. Simple, we're full service bank. We want to offer for, because we believe that if people have access to financial services. Because it all starts from having access to financial services. You know, today you can imagine as you are, I'm not sure you can walk up to any bank in Nigeria to get a loan. Yeah. And meanwhile, you should actually be able to do that. That is what is different from our economy and the developed economy. So, and these are the kind of things that Kuda is trying to, um, is trying to do. Even so, in our overdraft that yeah. we just recently released, uh, this is the same thing we're preaching. If you've been using Kuda for a while, uh, you should be able to qualify for overdraft, even without you asking for it. Amazing. Yeah. So when is the loan feature? Because I don't think it's live yet. It is. It's oh, it piloting is. it. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So now we're actually getting to where you guys actually want to be. Exactly. Not just the free transfer back. Yeah. Yeah. So again, when, when you when you ask me how do we now make money in terms of because we're giving free transfer now. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like we give you twenty five free transfer, right? The reason for the number is because we've looked at it. It wasn't by accident, mm. right? Yeah. Uh, we've looked at it as an individual because. Um, we have a lot of things in the pipeline that we, you account for your personal needs. I'm not sure you would have to make 25 transfers in a month mm. as an individual, right? But um, if you're doing more than that, then it means either you're using, because we have a lot of people using yeah. their personal account for business, yeah. obviously. So if you are doing more than that, then you pay just 10 naira, mm. right, for transfers. Um, and we do not intend to make money from bank charges. We would make money when we are 
giving out loan, enabling businesses. Um, those who want more from their Kuda account, um, they will subscribe to premium, right. Kuda premium, right. which they will pay a certain amount of money on a monthly basis or whatever uh, the plan is, you know. But as an individual, that you're just using Kuda accounts for your personal use, you will never have to have pay, to pay any right? amount of money to, to have that account and maintain it. Amazing. I think one of the lessons that I've learned from the story you've shared right now is just having a very solid roadmap. And by the time I'm sure that's why you guys are able to raise the amount of because by the time yeah. you sell the vision and say exactly. this is the strategy to go to market. That's correct. But this is where we're heading to and this is where money. That's absolutely that's very amazing. Yeah. Okay, awesome. So recently about last week, uh, this is last week of April, but sometime first week of April, there was a an uproar in marketing Twitter. I mean marketing Twitter. Yeah. So <laughs> so I, I, I know when you so like somebody said could have is now advertising a lot billboards radio tv everywhere yeah. and that he was his opinion was like why are you guys spending so much money acquisition everybody had different opinions but sure. i want to hear from you okay what's the strategy behind yeah this? i mean while we have um competent marketing team that could give you the entire marketing <laughs> whatever i mean but um from for us um a management decision to to go all out for, for this sort of thing is not necessarily obviously if it translates to acquisition and um, whatever it, it's good it's mm. all good but the main reason is there are different battles that we have to win which we're winning but as you're winning one another, another one is one's coming, coming up so that is why i describe it as a war and kuda is mainly it's not even mainly it's only digital it's only online mm -hmm. right there is already some sort of stereotype associated with anything online. True. In our people's mind. The either scam or do you want to scam me? You know. Kuda does not have a branch you can walk up to and we do not intend to. Mm -hmm. Now we want to be able to meet you and create some sort of credibility in your mind mm. such that when you hear Kuda, you're yeah. not just thinking about one online whatever, maybe the scam or something. We want you to know and accept it that it is normal to have a bank account that you do not have to walk up to a branch mm. to do whatever you have to do. If you have any issue, it is normal for you to reach out from your app and get that issue resolved. It is normal for a bank to be able to operate fully online. online. We are trying to create that, to normalize it. Mm. That is why we're going all out for, for this awareness and campaign. And that makes a lot of sense, right? Because the more people see you and yeah, about the, the, you, it's the, all about, exactly. It's all about education. It's all about enlightening people that mm -hmm. this is normal. It is not, and you need to be even. And part of the campaign we're also doing is anti-fraud campaign, mm. right? We're trying to let people understand that today, the world that we live in, um, your phone is critical. It is more than what you just use to communicate. It is literally your key <laughs> to a lot of things, yeah. right? Um, your email. Is critical. You should not compromise your email password. The fact that you use that email to open Facebook or whatever, it doesn't mean it is not tied to your phone number. It's tied to your financial mm -hmm. um, for vaults. So you don't divulge all this information. A lot of ways people use social en social engineering that people use to 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 invest information from you. You need to be aware of them. You need to be aware of the real deal and the fake deal. So and so, um, so something else that people announced recently was about the independent cards. Right. Um, so the good thing is, you started with one bank and then moved to another bank. But now, yeah. like for sustainability purposes, you're about to release your independent card. Was that always in the plan, or was it because of 
partnerships not going right? Yeah. And how does that affect scaling it, it, for it, you guys? Exactly. It has always been in the plan. Mm. I mean, yeah. But, yeah. but you know, just like every other thing, I mean, we were able to get license for the banking. There's also licenses required to be able to issue cards. Today in Nigeria, there is no... Exactly. <laughs> today in Nigeria, there is no bank in our category because we hold an MFV license. Mm -hmm. There is no MFV that is solely um, issuing um, cards independently on their own. I mean, like yeah. Kuda is going to be a lot of things that we've been first on, actually, yeah. in, in fact. Um, so it has always been in the pipeline. The only thing different now is that um, the partnership we've had have not been able to serve our customer the way we wanted to serve them. Okay, let's just focus on this. Um, Real fast. Exactly. Uh, for us to be independent and be able to issue, just take full control of the card production, the logistics, and even the transaction, as the case may be. So because we have this control, we are able to do things the way we want our customers to be able to benefit from it. Yeah. Assume that with everything that you do, there are going to be new challenges. So what unique challenges do you think that this independent card production is going to bring for the business? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it will come with its own challenges. For instance, um, um, the a lot of um, processes are required for card production. Yeah. Now, when, we, when we, the partnership we have, it's sort of been handled by this partner. Yeah. Now we have to now build a team mm. in-house, right? Train them, and then have the, you know, so the, that, that would come with its own, own cost <laughs> and exactly. But, but ultimately, uh, we feel it's the right decision and it's the right approach that we should take mm. to solve this card issue once and for all. Yeah. Awesome. So, what would you say has been the best thing about building Kuda so far? <sighs> <laughs> or maybe the biggest win? Wow. <laughs> that I, I'm not sure I will be able to say yeah, this is the biggest win. But I can put it in in different categories. Maybe okay. four or three categories. Okay. Yeah. The, the first one would be. Uh, to our customers, mm. yeah, the fact that we could build a a business, I'm not just any business, but a business that says you should bring your money, your hard-earned <laughs> money, and uh, I'm going to keep it for you, and you can access it whenever, anytime, wherever you want to access it, and for people to actually put that trust in us and put their money mm. in our business. That is one of the biggest wins I think we've we've had, to be honest. And um, we don't take it for granted. It means a lot. Uh, also, our people. That is our the my team. colleagues, the team. <laughs> it happens to be like yeah, maybe Musti is co-founder, I mean Babs is CEO and stuff. But it is about the team. I mean, how yeah. big is the team now? Uh, we've grown. I mean, we're now like around, around 146, 150. Yeah. I mean, and this is a team that started in like five, seven, ten people. You yeah. Know. There was a time, the entire 2019, we were not even up to 20. Wow. Yeah. 2020, probably close 2020, at about um, 50 or 60. So this... Now, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That is... Because at, that, at the rate we are also growing their yeah, customers, we need to be able to have the requirement. Capacity. Yeah, exactly, to serve them. Which we're still learning and improving upon, to be honest. But um, it's a phase and we'll get it right. Yeah. It's, it, and that is why we always communicate to customers if there's anything, because it's like to our customers, this is their, probably their first experience in what is called digital bank, mm. right? 
to us as well, I've never built a digital bank before. <laughs> and for the customers, for the team, we are all in this relationship for the first time. So we are just <laughs> trying to accommodate each other, trying to, what is the face? We'll pass through it and then we will come out stronger. Definitely. Okay. Also, so yeah. you're, you're counting, you said, so the customers, the people, is there any exactly. other two or three? Yeah, definitely. And then the regulators, obviously. Mm. I mean, because we've enjoyed tremendous support from the regulators, CBN, NDIC. CBN? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is, <laughs> yeah. So, um, because it's also a trust, you know, mm. for them to see us, it's just, it's young guys and, I mean, who am I? Nobody, right? So, okay, um, we can give you the license and stuff and support you. And, um, if we need clarifications, we, we write to them, they, they, they respond to us, they have been understanding and, and stuff. Yeah, so that uh, we don't take for granted as well. Um, and also, lastly, um, our investors. Mm. Yeah, I mean, because look at it, we're Nigerian, not just Nigerian, Africans. Yeah. We really don't have that much reputation speaking for us, right? Mm -hmm. But um, it, it means a lot. It, yeah. it, 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 it means a lot. So these are the kind of like, yeah, biggest big wins that I say, yeah. It's so just uh, talking about investors, you guys have raised about $36 million so far, right? Yeah, Around there? something like that. Ha has fundraising been easy? Has it been hard? Did it get easier with every round? Like, just tell me experience with raising funds for Kuda. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've been on this journey um, since 2017, right? And we actually didn't raise until... Um, started raising until very late 2018. Oh. Very late. So I could say like 2019, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it took and like two years. Exactly. So, and if you remember in the intro point, I, I made mention that we've been to different, um, different, different accelerators, different people, um, even both local and foreign invest investors, VCs and stuff. Um, but the thing is, we, we've actually gotten more no's than yes, yeses, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, but um, for every no that we that we received, um, what we would rather do, and that's why I mean I can't. Babs is I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's an amazing guy, right? So for every no, even if I felt dejected or somewhere like why because I, I hate failure. I mean, I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I think everybody you have does. a track record yeah. of first class. As yeah, this everybody teacher. does, but I think. <laughs> We take it differently. I don't like it at all. Like, mm. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's able to just motivate and say, yeah, it's okay. I mean, we're actually not banning. Yeah, what he says is actually right. Right. We just need to fix it and mm. we go and for go it again. again. Exactly. But uh, but the thing is, if there is anything, it's sort of like every round you're able to raise sort of like give you validation and mm. some sort of reputation. But it does not necessarily mean that it, gets, it easier. gets easier. I don't think so. Because it's a different ball game at every every different requirement, Fair. different settings required. Different. So it's just constant um, work at every time, basically. Amazing. If you guys were going to do this all over again, is there anything you do differently? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, obviously. Um, to be honest, I, I'm not sure because the thing is, we don't just take decision because it's musty or it's babs. We, mm. we, we literally carry everybody along, right? So if there's anything I would do differently if, if I'm to start all over, right? Preparing now for like 
next two years. So like have the resources that could take cater for my growth for the next two years, rather mm. than having to right. to um, grow into it. Mm. And then you, now you're growing, and you're struggling to mm. kind of thing. Yeah, I think I, I think that would that, yeah I think that would that would so find a way to build capacity exactly in right advance. From, in advance sort of thing, and which is what, what we're trying to do at the moment now. So yeah, but yeah, we would have. I mean, but again, it's it's all about resources and yeah. What, so it's what just, happens? It's just yeah. I mean, it's like a it's like a cycle where you but can't get this until you get. Either this way, the journey has been what is with all of it. Absolutely, Amazing. absolutely. How would you describe the, the the culture at Koda? I mean, you have a team of over one hundred and fifty people. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, again, it's it Koda is different things to different people, mm. but there is one thing that is clear. Um, we are a company that was founded um, with innovation mm. and innovation is like the lifeblood of what we're doing. If we can't uh, innovate again, then we're just going to die. Mm. But as long as we can continue to innovate around what is available, um, yeah, we will thrive. So Kuda is big on innovation. And you cannot have your team to be innovative if they don't feel valued, mm. if they don't feel respected, if they're not happy doing what they're doing. So because we need people to be innovative, then we now have to make the environment uh, ena mm, enabling exactly, for them to be innovative. And to have this enabling environment, it means that um, we are big on how we see each other. Mm. There is no hierarchical form of, there's no hierarchy in, in Kuda. You can call Babs anytime. I don't know who you are, like, I don't care. You can talk to me, any, anybody. Your voice will be heard. Yeah, it doesn't mean we're going to do what everybody's saying, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but um, did you give you listening to Definitely, care. definitely. That's the point. So there is no sa, ma, na. Right, it is just just try, just just do your thing, just do your job, and yeah, just be the best you can be. Amazing, so. it sounds like a cool place to work. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I think I've had that a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have just a few last questions. Um, so in the tech space, right, there's this um, wave about no code tools. Um, no. No code. Okay. Right, like Webflow, Notion, yeah. Airtable, okay. and some people say that no code is probably the future of startups. That more non-tech CTO people can now sure. sort of like build. So, what, what what are your thoughts about no code? Ah uh, well, uh, no code is not actually not a it's not new. Mm. There has been a form of it, right? I mean, like literally today, you could have a website without actually having been a computer scientist or a programmer. Sure. But the point is, um, the value that maybe a technology people brings to the table is beyond the code that mm. they're writing. It is about being tailored to the specific need, specific requirements mm. of the of your customer. In this case, a business, right? Um, while um, the technology, no code technology, would also would help. But in one place, programmers will be needed to build the no-code platform, <laughs> right? That the non-programmers no will have to use, <laughs> fair, fair. right? That is one. Again, uh, there would also be that thing that 
just stands you up, right? Because what makes Kuda Kuda is not, I mean, I mean, yeah, technology is part of it, right? But it's a combination of a whole lot of things. Mm. You can't get that out of the box. What we have to do to make sure the customers are happy, machines can do that for you. Mm. You can't get that out of the box, you know? So I'm not sure there is any threat whatsoever to technology professionals. Amazing, yeah. okay. <laughs> Very nice insights, actually. Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite city in the world? What is my favorite city in the world? Oh, favorite cities. Ah, well, I mean, I've only been to limited places, to be honest. Um, I'd actually say it's Dubai. Dubai. Yeah. Why? Um, well, I think so. For me. Um, so, I, I kind of like, I mean, obviously, I, I see Dubai as an underdog in the developed world. I mean, okay. permit me to use that word, right? It is not, it is somewhat, so it's like a bridge between conservatism and liberalism. Mm. If you want to be a conservationist, you will definitely get it in Dubai. If you want to be a liberal person, you will be able to thrive in Dubai. Right. Whatever you want to be. Like, I mean, I've been to different states in, in the US, right? But um, there's a theme around mm. this liberalism and stuff. Yeah. UK, maybe similar as well. Um, yeah. But um, I think Dubai just forms like That's a bridge between... And, and I mean, Lagos, I mean, obviously. <laughs> Lagos. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's your favorite yeah. color? Color. I don't have favorite color. <laughs> I just I don't, I don't I don't have favorite color. <laughs> Food. Neither. Nah, nah. Gadget. Yeah, well, um, there is no favorite gadget, but obviously I'm a gadget freak. Yeah, I mean, I literally. Apple iOS. I'm Apple Android. Ah, uh, nah, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's the thing, Apple because. I like the closeness and it gives me a sense of security. And obviously, it's something that I'm big on, right? So, yeah, um, it, it's Apple for me. Okay, so my final question is to um, upcoming tech entrepreneurs, what would be your advice? Yeah, I'll say, well, for me, I think, I think one of the things that have really helped me um, is the partner I happens to have. Right. So, if you want to embark on this journey, um, it is difficult, extremely difficult. <laughs> Believe me. Even the, the ones that are successful today, if you ask them, um, nobody's gonna tell you that entrepreneurship is is it's not. It's hard. Like I don't know how successful you could be, but it it is hard, right? Because you're literally carrying the fate of a lot of people mm -hmm. on top of your head. Your, 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 your colleague in the office. Um, so on that journey, I'm not sure, and I don't believe that is a journey that someone should, should tread alone. Yeah, so I'll say that um, if you want to embark on an entrepreneurship journey, you should look for uh, someone, someone that completes you. Like, so there would be definitely something that you are great at doing. Um, you can't be great at everything. Um, so you need to look for the other person that can complete you. Beyond that, um, you need a companion, someone you can say things to, things that you can't literally say to other mm. people. Someone you can 
discuss that with someone you can vent at, someone you can that will understand your anger, yeah. that will understand your frustration, that will understand your yeah. Because there will be that moment mm. that you just if you don't want to bottle all that in, yeah. you need it. You have to release it out. Yeah. So you need that. So get someone. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. Thank you so much, Mosi. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you. Getting to know you and also just learning things about Kodak. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this podcast to the end. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I hope that you have been inspired or motivated to get better in your careers, in your businesses, in your life. I hope this, you enjoyed it. If you did, please make sure you subscribe to the videos on my YouTube channel at PCTV or just search for Founders Connect and you find the playlist and then subscribe to the channel. Also, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a rating also so more people can find in and also talk about the episode that you listen to. Hashtag Founders Connect across social media. Hey, I'll see you in the next episode. Peace out.